good morning, everybody. Pastor Steve here, and I'm really thankful you join me each day for these devotions as we are reading through God's Word. Uh, and I know you have your copy. If you don't, get a copy of our Bible reading plan. Today we are in Galatians chapter 2. And as I mentioned yesterday, throughout this book, Paul is building the argument that the gospel, that salvation is by faith and faith alone, not faith plus something else, as in the case of the Judaizers saying that these Gentiles had to, in a sense, convert to Judaism first by being circumcised as well as having faith in Jesus, and, they, and, and it, was, it was hurting the faith of people. Now, in chapter 2, picking up the latter verses of chapter 1, there's, there's a fair amount of, of history, if you will, where Paul is <clears throat> in, in a very... Um, a summary fashion, summary manner, uh, reviewing his life story, in particular his story following his conversion on the road to Damascus. And these verses cover a time period of about 15 years, maybe a little longer uh, than that, but but about 15 but about 15 years um, from the early 30s A.D., not long after Jesus was crucified, up until the late 40s uh, A.D., is the time period that's covered in these verses. And, and Paul in Galatians is going to use several arguments. He's, he's going to build them, layer them, so to speak, to explain why salvation is by faith only. And that these people who are teaching that it's salvation plus circumcision or anything else are, are distorting the gospel and should be accursed. And, and, and the, the first argument that he's really making here is his own experience. And his own story, his own history, if you will, and, and he uses two episodes from his life, two two situations, two different scenes from his his journey to illustrate for them to help them understand that the sal that salvation, that the gospel is Jesus, belief in Jesus, and faith only, not anything else. In the first, in chapter two, verse one. He says, after an interval of about 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus along also. Um, and he's referring here to what, what is described in Acts chapter 15 and often referred to as the Jerusalem Council. After Paul and Barnabas, their first missionary uh, journey um, um, uh, uh, in, in Galatia, to whom he was writing this letter, and, and they, they came back. Well, before his second missionary journey, he and Barnabas, they, they, go up to, um, they go up to Jerusalem to have a discussion about the gospel because some of these Judaizers had been teaching this false gospel, distorted gospel in Antioch and creating problems. And so Paul, he, he goes to Jerusalem and he, and he meets with Peter and James and uh, the brother of Jesus and the other leaders of the church there in Jerusalem. And, and, and this is described in verses 4 and 5, a lot more detail in Acts 15 if you want to read it. But in verses 4 and 5, it was because of the false brethren. He, he says they're not just messed up Christians, they're false brethren. He said it was because of the false brethren secretly brought in who had sneaked in to spy out our liberty, our freedom in Christ from the works of the law, which we have in Christ Jesus in order to bring us into bondage, into bondage of having to obey the law. 
but we did not yield in subjection to them or for, for even an hour so that the truth of the gospel would remain with you. So there's this debate, if you will, between Paul and, and uh, the Judaizers, and he says, we're not given an inch. The gospel is what the gospel is. And if you look at verses 7 and following, Peter and, 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 and the others agreed with Paul. Chapter 2, verse 7 of Galatians, he said, But on the contrary, seeing that I had been entrusted with the gospel to the, to the uncircumcised, to Gentiles, just as Peter had been trusted with the gospel to the circumcised, to the Jews, for he who effectually worked for Peter, okay, the Holy Spirit worked in Peter's life, uh, and with the Jews and the circumcised. He, he's done the same thing for me among the Gentiles, the, uncircum, the uncircumcised. And then in verse 9, and recognizing, Paul is describing what's happening in that Jerusalem council. And he says, and recognizing the grace that had been given to me, James, when they saw how God had been working, James, this is the brother of Jesus, and, and Cephas, that's Peter, and John, also one of the disciples, the apostle John, who, who were reputed to be pillars, leaders of the church there in Jerusalem, gave to me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship so that we might go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised, to the Gentile, to the Jews rather. They only ask us to remember the poor, the very thing I was also eager to do. And so Paul is saying, now, to, to all of you out there in Galatia who are being confused by these Judaizers, you need to know that when we had this council in Jerusalem, Peter and John, the, the disciples of Jesus, and James, the brother of Jesus, who were the leaders of the, of, of the Christian faith among the Jewish people, they agree with me and Barnabas that the gospel is faith and faith alone, not faith plus anything. So you need to understand, he says, that the leaders of all the church, those who were with Jesus say, it's faith and faith only. And all of these Judaizers who, who are saying it's faith plus are wrong. And, and so he's building his argument. And one of them is historical, what the church fathers, the, the leaders of the early church said. The other, and we don't have time to read it all, but in chapter 2, verses 11 and following, after this Jerusalem council, he returns to Antioch. And remember, Antioch is the church where Paul and Barnabas had been co-pastors with some others for a period of time. And then that's the church that sent them out on their first missionary journey and their second missionary journey and their third missionary journey. So it's a great church. So they're back in Antioch, and at some point, before they begin their second missionary journey, Peter comes, visits with them there in, in Antioch. But then some of these Judaizers show up. And, and they, won't, they won't let go. They won't give up. They won't stop. They keep, conf they keep teaching this distorted gospel. And they can be very intimidating. And they're so intimidating that uh, the Jewish Christians in Antioch start listening to them. And, 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 and because before that, the, the, the believers in the Antioch church, which included Believers of a Jewish background and believers of a Gentile background, they fellowshiped together, they meals together, they did life together, but now these Judaizers show up and they intimidate these Christians of Jewish background, and so they, the, the, the Christians of a Jewish background separate from their Gentile brothers and sisters and won't eat with them because in the law, 
especially the way it was interpreted by the leaders of Judaism in their day, if you ate with a Gentile, you became spiritually unclean. And, and they were so intimidating that even Peter and Barnabas were, were intimidated into separating from the Jews, from, from the Gentile believers. And Paul has to get up in front of everybody and confront them for their hypocrisy. And so Paul says, hey, these two events from history are evidence that, that it's the gospel, that salvation is faith and faith only. And it doesn't matter how intimidating, how persuasive these other groups are. Um, you know, in, in our day and age, it's uh, legalism. It's legalism. Um, you got to follow my list of do's and don'ts, plus have faith. Or it's uh, baptism. You've got to be baptized plus have faith, and if you don't, if you're not baptized, you can't go to heaven. Or it's you got to speak in tongues. If you don't speak in tongues, you don't have the Holy Spirit, and therefore you're not really saved. And I just want to say, anything and anyone who says it's faith in Jesus plus anything else, they are distorting the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's not a license for us to live however we want. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But it's faith, faith, faith. And it's never faith plus faith. It's never faith plus anything. Because if it's faith plus anything, Paul, Paul summarizes it really well in verse 21 of chapter 2. He said, I do not nullify the grace of God for, now here's the point, part of what you say, for if righteousness comes through the law, if righteousness, being right with God, comes through obeying the law, through circumcision, through religious ritual, through baptism, through speaking in tongues, if, if, if righteousness, being right with God, comes through faith plus anything else, then Jesus Christ died needlessly. If you can be saved through all these other things, there was no reason for Jesus to die. And the fact that Jesus died is proof that the law can never save you because you needed Jesus. Well, that's a little bit lengthy devotion, but I uh, hope it helps you understand this chapter. And I'll see you tomorrow as we look at chapter 3.